Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99 at participating U.S. restaurants. Price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is our master's class, and we're doing things a little bit different today. We are going to have Mickey James, myself, and Tommy Dreamer. And as our special guest on the master's class, because we're going to do a little tag team wrestling. And who better in the world to talk about that than FTR, the hottest tag team in the world of pro wrestling. They're going to join us on the Masters class. Don't forget, you can listen to Busted Open Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time on Sirius XM Fight Nation, channel 156. Or you can subscribe and comment right here on Busted Open's podcast. So let's get it started with our good friends, the hottest tag team in pro wrestling right now, FTR. Gentlemen, how are you this morning? Uh, I'd be a little bit better if I um, if I was picked first for you and Tommy's draft, but you uh, you guys decided to go with the Young Bucks and whoever else, and that's okay. So wow. I wish I wish uh, Mark Henry was on here. Yes. Well, uh, well, you know what? You know what? Maybe I wish I was talking to Mark Henry right now. If you if you can't tell, I uh, I, I hold. He drugs. listens to the show. Well, I think right now, though, you're the hottest tag team in all professional wrestling. I could you guys actually I mean, if you think about your journey being I always thought you guys were amazing heels, but being baby faces in the sense of fans frigging love you. And you felt that love from the Philly crowd, which was awesome. And and I loved, love, loved the match. And I knew how much the Philly crowd bit into it, even for you guys walking out at the same time. Everything was done. It, it was great. And, uh, you know, I don't want to say the better man won, but one, <laughs> one person one person went over, the other person got over, and that's how a, a wrestling match should be. Dude, thank you, Tommy. Um, without trying to get too inside, uh, because I do take pride in, like, a little bit of kayfabe and stuff, yep. but uh, we, we put that match together, and the thought process going into it was um, – was how can we make people, and this is for all of our matches, but how can we make people feel a certain way? Um, I think sometimes a lot of the guys today uh, get wrapped up in, in uh, work, uh, structuring their matches around what moves can we do. And um, yeah, I, I told it to Dan, like, or Cash, we had a three-structure, uh, three three-act part of the match. The first was the, the wrestling, who was the better wrestler. No one came on top. We had the accidental uh, poke to the eye, which led to the physicality, which it was act two was the physicality. And then act three was two guys trying to win this prestigious cup. Um, and the conclusion came, and uh, I just happened to pull it out of nowhere. Um, and, you know, I just wanted to show the guys that 
man, uh, just, just, just selling and allowing things to breathe and making people feel a certain way. That's the beauty of professional wrestling. So I appreciate it. Yeah, that, that's a huge compliment because we take a lot of pride in what we do, obviously. And like sometimes we, we might take too much pride in that and it gets us a little bit of hot water here and there. But like you said, wait, when, we, when we were thinking about this match, there was never a point in time where we just thought about we got to hit all these cool moves. And if you watch it back, the only move I really ever hit is a pile driver. The only move he, he ever really hits is the rebound power bomb. So we're not out there just spamming moves. We're not out there just spamming getting the cheap reaction, which I think a lot of times moves can, they're cool, but they're, they're cheap sometimes because anybody can learn those. You can't learn how to make somebody emotionally invest. And we wanted like we had a special story to tell here that we could tell if we did it right. And it's the first time we've ever wrestled each other. We've done all these things as a tag team. We've, we've I mean, we call ourselves six star FTR for all the titles we've won and all the history we've made. So like, and how do we do this into a singles match? And took a lot of pride, like, and the fact that when it's said and done, we didn't go out there and do anything crazy. We didn't go out there and throw away years of friendship and history. We didn't throw a punch. Not one punch was thrown, which I think is hard to see nowadays. And I was just very proud of the, the wrestling. Like you said, it was just fundamental wrestling. I counted five throwbacks to Brett and Owen, and uh, I loved it. But also, I'm a crazy wrestling fan, just like you guys. So uh, I appreciated all of it because it was so good. Even like the ultimate, ch- the in the beginning, the chain with the arm back and forth and, and I felt like I was watching uh, you know a great tribute to Owen Hart as well thank you yeah that's one thing we wanted to do also was to not overdo it so like if you if you look back at it like the only two things we really did was I teased the uh, the foot scrape like Owen did to Brett and that was directly an homage to that match and then the uh, victory roll reversal where he almost won it Every, Everything after that, you know, like there's the, he missed the diving headbutt. He took the sternum buckle, but we didn't want to spam it again with like taking stuff from them. But we did want to pay respects to the fact that it's the Owen Hart tournament. And we, we took a lot of pride in that. From a, a, a spectator view, like you're so in that moment. It's like, it's such an amazing thing to watch you guys succeed and just living your best life right now living a babyface life mickey yeah. james and i've been living that for a long time <laughs> well. i mean i mean ultimately dude like uh we've said it a million times we love rest love professional wrestling absolutely like it's a, to me it's an entity um and i don't mean to get religious but i got god i got my wife and daughter and i've got professional wrestling and, and that's my love and my passion so we never had any ill feelings towards wwe we just knew that wrestling has done so much for us as human beings we wanted to do just a little bit for it too and uh we were never going to be not just us but, but, but as a tag team we were never going to be able to do it there um, just because the, the focus wasn't there for tag team wrestling. Um, even if we didn't get a spot in AEW, we wanted to, to make our name, uh, but also help to make tag team wrestling again. Um, and as far as the, the baby face thing, yeah, the, it, it's cool because the fans, they did respect us so much. And he and I had a talk about this a few months ago. And it was almost like when we would come out and have our matches, the people were so respectful that we were the heels and they, you know, one one side, they were like, well, we have to boo them. But on the other side, it was like, but we don't want to because we respect them so much. So I was talking to Cash and I was like, hey, man, let's just invite them in and let them come into us and, and, and jump on this ride with us. And once we opened up and let them in, they were like, yes, this is what we've wanted to do. Not because we're the, the greatest 
uh, looking baby. He is not me, but the greatest looking baby faces in the world. They just had this, this respect for us. And I think it's because the love of wrestling just shines through and we allowed them to come in and, you know, they, they just, uh, they just accepted us, man. And this is, it's been pretty cool and it feels really, really good. Yeah. I don't know if I ever really saw it coming to where it is right now, but like we knew that we just wanted to go out and have fun wrestling again. Like, you can lose track of that so easily when you get to a certain point and like you just, it becomes a, it becomes a job and it becomes like something you're not looking forward to all the time. We, we, we decided we, a, a while ago, okay, we would, let's just have fun. Let's do the things that we want to do. Let's have fun. Like, like I said, if there wasn't a spot in AEW for us, we knew we still was one of the, I don't care if I wrestle in front of a, like a high school gymnasium. I don't care if I wrestle in front of a sold out 20,000 Arthur Ashe, like, it's awesome, but I just want to wrestle and have fun. And I want the fans that are there to have fun with us. And I think the people that were paying attention started having fun with us because they realized that we weren't miserable. We were, and we like to blur the lines a lot, like especially on social media now, because everything can be so transparent. Mm. We, we take a lot of pride in being able to make people not like us, whether it's in the ring or in real life. Like right. that said, when they started like trying, they started respecting us. So it's like, okay, let's not shut it out. Let's invite it in and see what happens. But I think people just having fun with us, like you said, Tom, like we're living our best lives and people started just getting on that ride with us. Yeah. Uh, incredible. I, I, I know for me, and I mentioned this to Tony Khan when we had him on last week, the world of pro wrestling moves so fast. You, you have one show and then the next night there's another show. And you really don't have time to digest it or really look at a match the way that we used to back when I know when I was a kid growing up. I'd watch a match a half a dozen or more times. I did that with your match last week. Like, and, I, and I mentioned it on this show. I went back. I watched it again and again. And, and I really don't do that anymore. I think we kind of lose focus of being a fan and really enjoying the art that is pro wrestling. So thank you for that match that you guys had last week. And thank you guys. Honestly, that's I appreciate that, Dave. That's kind of what we wanted to do, man. We want from the from the from the very first. Uh, you know, I'll give you another. Like I said, I hate going too inside, but we talked before, and I said, look, uh, let's don't shake hands and uh, immediately because if we can take one thing the fans are going to expect without us even touching, if we can take that away from them, then that 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 puts the doubt in their mind. Like, oh man, this this is not exactly what we're getting. So. For example, like the shaking the hand thing. We didn't want to shake hands or hug. Sorry about that. We don't want to shake hands or hug right before the match because fans are expecting that. So we took it away. Uh, and we wanted to make the lockup mean something. And then we wanted to make a wrist lock or a headlock mean something. Um, because ultimately, dude, when you get down to it, that's uh, that that's the, the, the fundamentals of professional wrestling. And that's what draws them in. Because if they can get lost for just one second, they can get lost and say, oh, my God, that headlock like it kind of hurt. Oh, shit, it's, it's, it's fake. Oh, well, whatever. But if we can make them get lost for one second in our match, man, that, there's nothing better than that to me. So thank you. I love yeah, that. And I love your passion as you're talking about it, too, because I feel it so much. I will say, too, I think they, to throw back what you were saying before, Tommy, is like, oh, well, tag team wrestling is doesn't get over in WWE as much or they haven't really – because it's more of a, like an alliance, whereas you guys are like a true tag team yes. and you've like, like cultivated that art of tag team wrestling, which is a whole different way to tell that story uh, 
any way. And I think there's not a lot. I mean, there's a handful, but there's not a lot of true tag teams that understand that, you know, dynamic and that capacity, you know, that thing of like how those matches are built to make people care about them the same way singles matches. But um, I think there's a lot of like to bring back that respect on tag team wrestling, because some of my favorite was, I mean, rock and roll express was my favorite. I loved those guys. Like they were incredible. And um, I just felt like you said selling, like I could watch Ricky Morton sell all day, you know, it's a crime that he's not teaching this generation, like for a national company somewhere. Yeah, how to how to sell not just tag teams but like just all wrestlers should learn how to sell from Ricky. Well, and, and y'all's match was incredible. Thank you. And Mickey, yeah. going off what you said about the, the the tag team thing and, and restructuring or or like reeducating what the 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 psychology of tag team wrestling is. We had a, we had a match just recently with a, a great tag team, and <clears throat> before we went out, they said, "Hey, you guys, <laughs> don't do you have enough?" double teams up front we might need to put some more and, and i stopped and i said no man we don't need, we don't need double teams we need sympathy that's what we right. need yeah. and i said so let's let's get the heat on tv you know what i mean like that's the art of tag team wrestling is is, is when you make people feel because you your best friend is waiting for that tag it's just like if you're in a you're in a bar fight and your best friend is getting the crap beat out of them and then you know out of the bathroom comes his best friend. He's like, oh shit, you're messing my boy up. And right. then you just kick ass. Yeah. And, and that's what we that's that's what I think is missing from tag wrestling. Um, what makes you a great tag team is not a million double teams. Um, the, the 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 continuity up front is cool, but that's simple, like taking the wrist and tagging out and taking the wrist and tagging out. Like mm-hmm. continuity and then the 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 sympathy for that baby face team. That's what tag team. And being unselfish too. I think yeah. so many tag teams now, like not even like against the other team, but amongst themselves, like how are we going to divide this time up? I got to get my moves in. He's got to get his moves in. How can we get all this in? Right. But you know, we we have an eight minute match, but instead of it being eight minute singles, it's an eight minute tag. So now we got to get the same amount of stuff in. Right. And people like but people use like that a- mentality. And right. I don't like, know where want- that started and how that kind of mentality started, but that is. Like you said, because everybody wants to make sure they get their spot in or that piece. Look at a in guy like Darby. In. Darby's one of the like most popular new guys like that's come out in the past couple of years, and he's a huge like star for the company. And he does some cool stuff, but more than half the time he's getting the shit kicked out of him, crap kicked out of him. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Like he mm-hmm. sells. <laughs> you can't say kicked on here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, all you have to do is, and I, I always say to our fans, go to YouTube, watch the Midnight Express against the Rock and Roll Express when Ricky Morton's trying to make that tag to Robert Gibson. Like that, I mean, that's where you see every fan that's in that arena on their feet begging for Morton and Gibson to slap hands. And and that's yeah. all you really need to know. Yep, this is the drama right here. That's the drama. <laughs> And when Ricky does, or when Robert does come in, he doesn't start hitting all kinds of fans. He, he starts throwing hands. He starts right. beating the crap out of people for a little bit. And then you can get to the fireworks. You can get right. to the bigger stuff. But when you first, like Dax was saying, when you first come in and your partner, your best friend's been getting beat up on, kick some butt. You know, Why? If, if for us, for example, if, if Cash is getting the crap beat out of him, for five minutes and then I finally get that tag. Why am I going to come off the top and jump and roll and duck under you and slide and then hit you with a beautiful move. I'm going to come in uh, and I'm going to rock you as hard as I can, because that's what you did to my friend. And I'm going right. to give you back. Right. I, 
I agree with all of this conversation. This is, uh, I love it. And, and Mickey, when I was talking about like with WWE, if you think about f- the heyday of tag team wrestling, mm-hmm. you know, the brain busters, the rockers, heart foundation, they were never in the main events on a WrestleMania or the big shows. Right. <clears throat> they have, you know, WWE, the Usos, uh, new days, RK yeah. bro, some great tag teams, but even during edge right. and Christian, the, the Dudleys, the Hardys, they were, they weren't the main event. TLC wasn't the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah. And it just shows how much wrestling fans love great wrestling tag teams because we're, we're living in the FTR era right now. Yeah. And uh, it's just, I do. I love it. And I've always loved tag teams. I mean, the biggest tag team from WWE, like to main event would be like you said, the mega powers, but they were two separate entities and you the whole time knew they were where it was going up. yeah right the best part for- about you guys too in, in that one match the commentators were so on and yes. even like dave and i were like talking we may have been trying to start a rumor that you guys were going to split up just that's a whole <laughs> but there was a person that wrote a sign that's why you that- guys didn't draft us <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> said please don't break up and that, like, when even the thumb in the eye and the push, you heard the crowd, oh. and, and like you said, they go, they gasped. Yeah. And when you can make, like, they're like, please, God, please, please don't break up. Like, we really like you guys. Please don't break up. And then, Thank you know, you know, you got them. So it was right. great yeah. storytelling. Thank you. And then, Tommy, that thumb to the eye, you know, my thought process was we've always, especially as guys, we've always, we, we've, we've all been there where we're playing basketball or like, or and they, things get a little too physical and, and you accidentally foul your friend and your friend's like, Hey, well, that was, you know, re- relax. And then that friend returns the favor, but it's a little bit harder. And it's like, Hell, what, what's going on here? And then a shove happens, you know, or, or you're, you're slap fighting your friend and you hit him a little too hard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, you guys get in a fight. And then afterwards you're like, I'm so sorry. That was stupid. That was the thought going into it. Like I wanted to think of something that was that any brother or any best friend has, has ever had where something accidentally happens in the heat of the moment, then, then maybe my friend gets a little upset about it and then it transitions into physicality. Um, you know, and then when we, you know, we transition from the physicality to going back to the contest, trying to win. Um, but yeah, man, just like you said, it was, it's just, what can we do that everyone can resonate or, or can feel and they've been there before. And that was the thought process with the finger to the eye. And, and because okay. we built this team up like we have, we didn't want to do like a, a bunch of teases where they maybe they will, maybe they won't. Like I don't, that doesn't interest me. For us, the emphasis was straight up sportsmanship match to honor Owen in this tournament because it's something that we've always just talked about doing because we thought we'd have a fun match together. Like if that's what we want to do. But when it became something like this where you can also pay tribute. It's like, okay, now it means even more to us. So we wanted to do something where we could have this match and we could be physical and we could tell that story, but we did not want to tease any sort of breakup or like weeks of it too, like where there's animosity building. Like it's just, it's one night, bell to bell or opponents. Like we even made the entrance together because until the bell rings, we're a team. Thank you to FTR for joining us on a very special edition of Busted Opens, the Masters class. Thank you to Tommy Dreamer and Mickey James as well. Even though I didn't pick FTR as my number one team in my draft, I do think they're the hottest tag team right now in pro wrestling. Don't forget, you can listen to Busted Open 
Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time. That's right, our daily show on Sirius XM Fight Nation, channel 156. Also, you can see what you've been hearing with Busted Open, all our interviews and videos on the SXM app. Also, buy our shirts, our hoodies, our glassware, everything. Busted Open at podswag.com slash busted open. That's podswag.com slash busted open. And as always, please subscribe, tell your friends, rate and comment on our podcast Monday through Sunday. That's right, seven days a week of Busted Open's podcast for you, the Busted Open Nation. We'll catch you next time right here on Busted Open's Masters Class. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The executive producer is Paul Early. The digital producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andre Viola is the associate producer. Marissa Rivas is the director of Fight Nation and Sports Podcast. Special thanks to Senior Vice President of Sports and Podcast, the legendary Steve Cohen. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.